Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Manary Nolan, and I'm here for a podcast today, of course. So, I'm here with... Tyro Jackson, Jr. James Bond III. Terrell Smith. Okay. You guys are what majors and I'm years? Tyrell, and uh, I'm a freshman from Minnesota, music major. Uh, James Bond III, uh, graphic design, Connecticut. I'm an art major. Okay. Um, why I decided to make this podcast is because of uh, I saw the movie Black Panther, and also within class we've been learning about Afrofuturism. Um, Afrofuturism is more so the development of technology through the history of African and African American culture. And um, I would like to know you guys' take on Afrofuturism. Um, I think it's great that black, blacks and African culture is really being appreciated rather than appropriated. Uh, to piggyback off of what he said, it's the same with me. Uh, it seems like we're finally getting re- recognized and that we're we're being global basically so that's why it's mr smith here um i just thought that they they really brought up some good points um appropriation is is a big target and the movie a lot of people think that there is some appropriation going on and other people believe that you know it's just nice to have a black movie so I was just wondering how does this affect you? How does this make you feel? Like when you see, when you, like you said, it's nice to have a black movie. So how does this affect you, Mr. Smith? Um, I th- it, personally, I like the fact that they have a black movie. Okay. I love the fact that they have a black movie. I think it gives our black children something to look forward to. I also love it because they know that we're here and not just here. Okay. Um, Where do you think this leads? To a brighter future for black, black culture. And entertainment, right? Yes, right, of course. So, through entertainment, it enters a brighter future for black culture. Um, Anything else? Like... I think the uh, the movie shows black entertainment in a positive light. A lot of black movies kind of highlight the negative aspects of being an African American. Or the and challenges. Or the right? challenges, yeah. Or the, the worst of the worst. But this kind of glorifies the best parts about being an African American. Okay. How do you think the mesh between African and African American and African American will go in future terms. I think Black Panther was a great step. It's it's getting people that are African American in touch with their African roots. You too? I agree with Mr. Jackson. Mr. Uh, Smith? Mr. Smith here. I I just think that um 
that it, that it makes it makes Afro Americans real interested in where they come from and hopefingly that African rooted individuals would want to accept us as well as being like you know this is where you come from. What do you think the play on African uh, culture is on yourself? So if you guys were introduced to everything that Black Panther presented as far as an African culture, like everyone here is from America. So if we were put in Wakanda, how do you think you would feel? I would I wouldn't feel home, but I would feel home because we are Black African American, so we should know our roots. I would feel that I am at the root of my power. Hmm. Based on the, the the beautification that they displayed in the movie of Afro Afro Americanism was it? Afrofuturism. Afrocentric Afrofuturism? Yes. Um, Take your time. It makes you feel that you would want to belong to Wakanda. Like you could actually be a Wakandian. Okay. Well, today in this podcast, we discussed Afrofuturism. We discussed what... It means to be, I guess, Afrocentric um, for us, and we would we discussed how this affects us in the media. But how does it affect you, though? Me personally, I think we don't have enough of movies like this. Every movie I've seen, it's been on. Uh, a negative way when it comes to black people. Um, if movies from here on out are more like Black Panther, black people would be better off when it comes to like inspiration. Um, uh, not enough kids see their favorite actor or favorite movie star in the right light. And sometimes because black people are not in the right light, they are not the favorites. It's probably a lot of black kids that like Captain America. He's white. Now there's a black character like T'Challa out, and these kids feel some sense of self-worth. Um, how it affects me, it makes me happy. It, makes me, uh, it, it gives me inspiration to be a director. That's, um, I'm a graphic design major, but... I'm going to get my master's in film. So it gives me something to aspire to. It makes me think about certain movies I want to put out, certain themes that I want to play on. Um, it opens up an avenue that I knew could happen, but I didn't know it would happen so soon. Right, right. Um, Power to the people. Thank you. Hello again. My name is Manny Nolan, and I'm here with Mr. Smith. This is Mr. Smith here today. How are you doing, Mr. Smith? I'm pretty good. How are you, Manny? I'm good. I'm good. good okay. Today's topic mm -hmm. is school unity. Mm -hmm. So, 
Interesting. Today I went to, it was a Greek picnic yard, something, whatever it may be. I, I can't, yes. That was today? It was, see. And the reason we bring it up is because certain people that I'm friends with and that we talk to, we don't know what's going on in the school. It's like, hey, there's this. But when you learn about that, it's done. It's over with. You're like, okay, who was going to tell me? How was I going to know? Hold on, this was a full-fledged thing? Like, it was a lot of people out there? There were people. And there was food, fish, and all of it. Yeah, it was a cookout. Okay. Yeah, it was a thing. you saying it was food. They had food, so it was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so... I plan to go through problems and solutions on how we can change the school unity. I guess, you know, bringing notoriety to all of the students and, uh, you know, make it more of a family thing than, okay, we're just here for a degree. So, unity, school unity, how do you feel that it should be throughout the school, Mr. Smith? Oh, man. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty potent. I mean, the energy is just enough. Like, when you attend your own class and you walk through the same halls with certain people, I mean, if you see them day in and day out, and as much as you can just give them a head nod only, and you can't, you know, go on as far as relation more than that, it kind of wears after you get, like, a couple years in, especially on campus. And so, like, there's some people you maintain, like, contact with, but everybody seems to be on their own agenda a lot of times. But there are a lot of people who who spend a lot of time here, who actually just want to express like a little bit more than just their own agenda, who want to be a part of stuff that's going on, but they don't know about it. Not until like it's after the fact. So I think communication is, is where, where it falls short, I guess. There's no like mass like contact or connection. Okay. Who do you think is responsible? How, who, where do we go? to be in the know man i hear everything from you like i'm asking you <laughs> yeah, i'm asking you like i don't know i see the thing about me is when i hear about things i hear about them late or i hear about them right before the event is, is about to happen so i do my best in trying to post them on my so my social media so i post them on twitter instagram and facebook for the people that follow me and that's not the entire school. No one's actually going to know about it because I don't have uh, half the universe on my Twitter. So when it comes down to it, there has to be a way of centralizing everybody's interest to the school through an event. Um, what do you see or is there any glimmer of hope? for school unity here at the university of district of columbia i think there's hope for the firebirds okay. i think you guys can run <laughs> okay. i think no firebirds and all i think we can actually improve there's a lot of um 
there is a growing student body here at the moment in 2018. It's been for a while. I'm just getting back, but uh, yeah. So, no, but really, there's 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 a there's there's a growth in the student body. I don't know where it actually lies, like. Okay. But I know that there's people who know people who know things, and then there's things that I know, but people know from other people. So there's a there is a grapevine here that exists. It's just not like tethered. If it's tuned up a little bit, you know, maybe a little oil here and hinges and stuff, okay. might be able to like have some type of hub or like an app okay. or like a social connection that bridges people that people can see like activities that look interesting or catch your eye. Okay. People like visuals. People like things that that look fun, especially for like, you know, school. Uh, personal question. What would you do if you had the utmost power at UDC like what would be that thing that you would just like hey I'm doing this because I know I can if you had the ultimate say so no one would oppose any of your mm. ideas wow. wow that's pretty personal that's pretty deep mm, I try gave me the power and whatnot um as far as like political office or just like if as a student how do you bring unity when if you are in political office or if you are a student how does how does your idea make you want to come back here every day because of the unity of the school because of the people you see the activities that go on and the overall school spirit Whatever I whatever your idea is, it's catered to that thought. Well, within the unity that bridges eventually with the student body, I'm hoping that like there's there's a culture or like I heard that UDC students are like traditional students and I, I can agree or attest to that. They aren't? They aren't. Okay. They're not traditional students. Okay. But um with that being said, there's there's its own culture within that. There's its own like that makes it its its own thing. And we we as fibers could bring that life like as far as like art and things that make the university way more attractive. With okay. the student center being here, that was a big boost in morale and <laughs> things like that. So like if you bridge out that same gap or energy, I think that like um, you could do something with funding. Mm-hmm. If I could, I mean, I would like to organize events or like do fundraising personally already. Mm-hmm. But there's things that like you have to consider as far as like profit and things mm-hmm. like that. So where's the money going and stuff? But the type of events I would like to do would bring morale as well, mm-hmm. especially with the weather getting nice and mm-hmm. people being outside. People have things to do outside of their classes, outside of their their. Um, priorities as far as like you know education is mm-hmm. and academics so like if it's anything physical or anything like uh engaging people like that stuff okay i mean just see how many people come to the gym who don't like probably work out regularly but mm-hmm. come to the gym or even go to the student center just to be around other people mm-hmm. so 
I think if I had the ultimate power to do something to organize the student body in a mm -hmm. sense of unity, I'd probably have a school-sanctioned, maybe, Sanction. yeah, you know, it, it, cause. Well, then again, I have the old I have the ultimate power, so it, it would automatically be sanctioned. So, it would be maybe a something in the gym, like a huge party in the gym, or like the biggest venue we have here, mm -hmm. um, for everyone, um, student teachers, you know, cater it to both sides. Mm -hmm. Um, or I would do like a sports themed venue. Like we have like intramurals, but when it comes down to it, those are, you have to make a team. You have to sign up. I just would be like, okay, today is. Are them out of school? Sorry. I believe they are. I believe they are. Um, so I would make probably like a, uh, uh basketball tournament like across the board um just like a sports day or something catered to all cultures mm -hmm. you know just to experience because we have you know saudi students jamaican students american we have some asian students we have uh it's udc is supposed to be an international school so in that manner you have to play on each playing field and you have to respect those playing fields equally for it to be a unity. Here, the majority of the population is black and the rest of the students here of other ethnicities single themselves out or group themselves off. You think the majority of the population is black? I believe so. I hope I'm right and I just don't sound crazy. Um... The majority of the people I see is black, so mm -hmm. maybe the population. I mean, it very well should be. It's an HBCU. Yeah, so. But it's a lot of. Um, Saudi. Yeah, a lot well, of other uh, students here. Yeah, that's true, but I think if you go based off of other versus black, the majority. Well, the, the one with the most mass I, is black. Yeah, I feel. I'm just looking at, like, 2018 currently and 17 as far as, like, what I've seen the last few semesters. Not necessarily as far as numbers and tradition who's enrolled, but, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I'm just saying, like, the people you see in the garage mm. who go in and out the building. Those, depends on where, what, what field if, of study you study. That's true. If you... If you Based it off the people I see in the garage, I see a lot of Saudi students going in and out of the garages, in and in and out of. That's all building. I see in my engineering building, bro. So. Architecture Yeah, it's. It it's I guess you can say 50, 50, 75, 25, however you want to take it, but the gist of the situation is, there has to be a common ground. There has to be something, that. Every student would want to go to. Like, I think the, the ideas and activities you were saying, stuff like that, I mean, that would definitely bring people to to conjugate, you know, be like, what's going on? Like, 
But there has to be something like, you know how you go to a fair or like uh, maybe a kid's party, I guess? Mm-hmm. Well, fair, yeah. Yeah, you see like big signs or you see things that catch attention, colors. You'll see like maybe a, a bouncing house or a blow-up castle, mm-hmm. something like that. And... You like you said the event today they have food. Mm-hmm. Certain things like that bring people naturally. Mm. Mm. But see, that's where funding comes in. That's why I, I do know there's the issue, and also being able to post stuff on the university. Had, uh, there's restrictions as far as what you can. You were promote. saying communication was one of the keys, and we don't have. I think that would be another thing if we had a room or a building or a place or a wall. We do have a wall, but it's like it's tacky. You can post things on it, but rarely anybody goes to these places. Mm. It needs to be center campus where anyone can get to, where everyone knows, where it's easy. You know, in between 39, 38, where those like three bridges are, the bridge to those two buildings. I believe so. Yeah. So the building, the business building, and then uh, the financial aid student accounts building. Okay, yeah. Okay, so in between those two doors, Mm -hmm. those glass doors, they have a bunch of flyers. Mm -hmm. And so, like, a lot of the flyers that I do see here and there or I see on certain floors in the engineering building, Mm -hmm. they're, like, all on that wall. So, like, it does host a lot of different things. It does. So if you wanted to go there, that's the one you said was tacky? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Those two, like, I feel like there needs to be... Of course, there's a student center, mm-hmm. but only a certain amount of people go through there. It needs to be for the people that don't care about going to the student center, for the people that don't care about yeah, yeah, yeah. doing anything besides going to their class I and coming back. I just think that's a good spot. The In between the two buildings where the bridges are? Yeah, because people walk through there to get to the street. People come off the street to get onto the university. That's like... As centers you're gonna get. Like you could have something here, mm-hmm. but that's I don't know what you could do. So how would that be? How would we make it so it's seen? Like, of course you you you, can, you said posting things on the inside of the building. But what if somebody just walks straight through? What is the what is the what is the solution for that? Because of course you want it seen, and of course you want it big. So someone's like, oh, what is oh, this? Oh, we would just promote that place. That's, mm. Even after when I walked through there a couple times, and I was like, "Well, what's going on?" Especially when the voting came up. You voted? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I voted too. Okay. Did you do it online? I did. I did too. That was neat. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the things that we could possibly do. You know, get a online submission for certain things. You know, a survey. But that's another topic for another time. Um. I think we have a lot of ideas and a lot of problems that can be solved but these issues are hypothetical for us at least you know this is is some things that we would do if we had the power i think what's next is going to the people who do have the power in presenting these problems and these issues to them so with that being said my name is manary nolan I'm here with Mr. Smith. Yeah. And, and I 
before the 20th, if this comes out before the 20th, or if anyone ever hears it for the 20th, go vote. Student yes. body, I mean, it was it was definitely cool to vote. And some of the candidates are really good. Some of the candidates have uh, interesting platforms. I'm curious to see who's going to support for the students and what's going to um, be great for the university, what change is going to come. So go vote. Power to the people. Hello again. My name is Manny Nolan, and I'm here with Mr. Smith. This is Mr. Smith here today. How are you doing, Mr. Smith? I'm pretty good. How are you, Manny? I'm good. I'm good. good okay. Today's topic mm -hmm. is school unity. Mm -hmm. So, interesting. Today I went to it was a Greek picnic yard something whatever it may be. Oh, I, I can't. Real? Yes. That was today. It was see, and. The reason we bring it up is because certain people that I'm friends with and that we talk to, we don't know what's going on in the school. It's like, hey, there's this, but when you learn about that, it's done, it's over with. You're like, okay, who was going to tell me? How was I going to know? Hold on, this was a full-fledged thing? Like, it was a lot of people out there? There were people, and there was food, fish. No, yeah, it was a cookout. Okay, yeah, it was a thing. You saying it was food? They had food, so it's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I plan to go through problems and solutions on how we can change the school unity. I guess you know, bringing notoriety to all of the students and uh you know make it more of a family thing than okay we're just here for a degree so unity school unity how do you feel that it should be throughout the school mr smith oh man um it's 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 pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty potent. I mean, the energy is just enough. Like when you attend your own class and you walk through the same halls with certain people. I mean, if you see them day in and day out and as much as you can just give them a head nod only, you can't, you know, go on as far as relation more than that. It kind of wears after you get like a couple years in, especially on campus. And so like there's some people you maintain like contact with, but everybody seems to be on their own agenda a lot of times but there are a lot of people who who spend a lot of time here who actually just want to express like a little bit more than just their own agenda who want to be a part of stuff that's going on but they don't know about it not until like it's after the fact so i think communication is is where where it falls short i guess there's no like mass like contact or connection okay who do you think is responsible how who where do we go to be in the know man i hear everything from you like i'm asking you <laughs> yeah, i'm asking you like i don't know i see the thing about me is when i hear about things i hear about them late or i hear about them right before the event is, is about to happen so I do my best in trying to post them on my so my social media. So I post them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for the people that follow me. 
And that's not the entire school. No one's actually going to know about it because I don't have uh, half the universe on my Twitter. So when it comes down to it, there has to be a way of centralizing everybody's interest to the school through an event. Um, what do you see or is there any glimmer of hope for school unity? Here at the University of District of Columbia, I think there's hope for the Firebirds. Okay. I think you guys can run. <laughs> okay. I think, no, Firebirds and all, I think we can actually improve. There's a lot of, um, there is a growing student body here at the moment in 2018. It's been for a while. I'm just getting back, but, uh, yeah. So, no, but really, there's 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 a there's there's a growth in the student body. I don't know where it actually lies, like. Okay. But I know that there's people who know people who know things, and then there's things that I know, but people know from other people. So there's a, there is a grapevine here that exists. It's just not like tethered. If it's tuned up a little bit, you know, maybe a little oil here and hinges and stuff, okay. might be able to like have some type of hub or like an app okay. or like a social connection that bridges people that people can see like activities that look interesting or catch your eye okay people like visuals people like things that that look fun especially for like you know school oh. personal question what would you do if you had the utmost power at UDC like what would be that thing that you would just like hey I'm doing this because I know I can if you had the ultimate say so no one would oppose any of your mm. ideas wow. wow that's pretty personal that's pretty deep mm, I try gave me the power and whatnot um as far as, like, political office or just, like, if as a student? How do you bring unity? when If you are in political office or if you are a student, how does, how does your idea make you want to come back here every day because of the unity of the school, because of the people you see, the activities that go on, and the overall school spirit? Whatever I whatever your idea is, it's catered to that thought. Well, within the unity that bridges eventually with the student body, I'm hoping that like there's there's a culture or like I heard that UDC students are like traditional students and I, I can agree or attest to that. They aren't? They aren't. They're, okay. They're not traditional students. Okay. But um with that being said, there's there's its own culture within that. There's its own like that makes it its its own thing. And we we as Firebirds could bring that life, like as far as like art and things that make the university way more attractive. With okay. the student center being here, that was a big boost in morale and <laughs> things like that. So like if you bridge out that same gap or energy, I think that like um, you could do something with funding. Mm-hmm. If I could, I mean, I would like to organize events or like do fundraising personally already. Mm-hmm. But there's things that like 
you have to consider as far as like profit and things mm -hmm. like that. So where's the money going and stuff? But the type of events I would like to do would bring morale as well, especially mm -hmm. with the weather getting nice and mm -hmm. people being outside. People have things to do outside of their classes, outside of their their um, priorities as far as like you know education is mm -hmm. and academics. So like if it's anything physical or anything like uh, engaging, people like that stuff. Okay. I mean, just see how many people come to the gym who don't, like, probably work out regularly, but mm. come to the gym. Or even go to the student center just to be around other people. Mm. So. I think if I had the ultimate power to do something to organize the student body in a mm. sense of unity, I'd probably have... A school sanctioned, maybe, Sanction. yeah, you know, it, it, cause, well, then again, I have the old power, I have the ultimate power, so it, w <laughs> it would automatically be sanctioned. So, it would be maybe a, something in the gym, like a huge party in the gym, or like the biggest venue we have here. Mm -hmm. Um, for everyone, um, student, teachers, you know, cater it to both sides. Mm -hmm. um, or I would do like a sports themed venue. Like we have like intramurals, but when it comes down to it, those are, you have to make a team, you have to sign up. I just would be like, okay, today is. Are out of school? Sorry. I believe they are. I believe they are. Um, so I would make probably like a, a, a basketball tournament, like across the board. Um, just like a sports day or something catered to all cultures. Mm -hmm. You know, just to experience, because we have, you know, Saudi students, Jamaican students, American we have some Asian students. We have, uh, it's a, UDC is supposed to be an international school. So in that manner, you have to play on each playing field and you have to respect those playing fields equally for it to be a unity. Here, the majority of the population is black and the rest of the students here of other ethnicities single themselves out or group themselves off. You think the majority of the population is black? I believe so. I hope I'm right, and I just don't sound crazy. Um, the majority of the people I see is black, so mm -hmm. maybe the population. I mean, it very well should be. It's HBCU. Yeah, me. so. But it's a lot of. Um, Saudi. Yeah, a lot well, of other uh, students here. Yeah, that's true, but I think. If you go based off of other versus black, the majority or the, the one with the most mass I, is black. Yeah, I'm just looking at like 2018 currently and 17 as far as like what I've seen the last few semesters. Not necessarily as far as numbers and tradition who's enrolled, but yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I'm just saying like the people you see in the garage. Mm. 
who go in and out the building. Though, Depends on where what what field if, of study you study. That's true. If you if you base it off the people I see in the garage, I see a lot of Saudi students going in and out of the garages, in and in and out of. That's all building. I see in my engineering building, bro. So. Architecture building. Yeah, it's. It it's I guess you can say 50, 50, 75, 25, however you want to take it, but the gist of the situation is there has to be a common ground. There has to be something that. Every student would want to go to. Like, I think uh, the ideas and activities you were saying, stuff like that, I mean, that would definitely bring people to to conjugate, you know, be like, what's going on? Like, okay. But there has to be something like, you know how you go to a fair or like uh, maybe a kid's party, I guess? Mm-hmm. Well, fair, yeah. Yeah, you see like big signs, or you see things that catch attention. Colors you'll see like maybe a a bouncing house or a blow up castle, mm-hmm. something like that. And you like you said the event today they have food. Mm-hmm. Certain things like that bring people naturally. Mm. But see, that's where funding comes in. That's why I, I do know there's the issue. And also, being able to post stuff on the university, had, uh, there's restrictions as far as what you can... You were promote. saying communication was one of the keys, and we don't have... I think that would be another thing. If we had a room or a building or a place or a wall, we do have a wall, but it's like it's tacky. It, you can post things on it, but rarely... Anybody goes to these places. Mm. It needs to be center campus where anyone can get to, where everyone knows, where it's easy. You know, in between 39, 38, where those, like, three bridges are, the bridge to those two buildings? I believe so. Uh, yeah. So the building, the business building, and then uh, the financial aid student accounts building. Okay, yeah. Okay, so in between those two doors, mm-hmm. those glass doors, they have a bunch of flyers. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a lot of the flyers that I do see here and there or I see on certain floors in the engineering building, mm-hmm. they're, like, all on that wall. So, like, it does host a lot of different things. So it does. So if you wanted to go there, that's the one you said was tacky? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, those two, like, I feel like there needs to be, of course, there's a student center, mm-hmm. but only a certain amount of people go through there. It needs to be for the people that don't care about going to the student center, for the people that don't care about yeah, yeah, yeah. doing anything besides going to their class I'm, and coming back. I just think that's a good spot. The in between the two buildings where the bridges are? Yeah. Because people walk through there to get to the street. People come off the street to get onto the university. That's like as centers you're gonna get. Like you could have something here, mm-hmm. but that's I don't know what you could do. So how would that be how would we make it so it's seen like of course you 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 can you said posting things on the inside of the building but what if somebody just walks straight through what is the what is the what is the solution for that because of course you want it seen and of course you want it big so someone's like oh what is oh, this we would just promote that place like that's mm. even after when i walked through there a couple of times and i was like well what's going on especially when the voting came up you voted yeah yeah okay cool i voted too okay did you do it online I did. I did too. That was neat. 
Yeah. yeah, that was one of the things that we could possibly do, you know, get a online submission for certain things, you know, a survey. But that's another topic for another time. Um, I think we have a lot of ideas and a lot of problems that can be solved, but these issues are hypothetical for us, at least. You know, this is, this is some things that we would do if we had the power. I think what's next is going to the people who do have the power in presenting these problems and these issues to them. So, with that being said, my name is Manary Nolan. I'm here with Mr. Smith. Yeah. And, and I, before the 20th, if this comes out before the 20th, or if anyone ever hears it for the 20th, go vote. Student yes. body, I mean... It was it was definitely cool to vote, and some of the candidates are really good. Some of the candidates have uh, interesting platforms. I'm curious to see who's gonna support for the students and what's gonna um, be great for the university. What change is gonna come? So go vote. Power to the people. Four, three. Hi, my name is Manary Nolan, and I'm here with. Ebony Farmer Mangum. And um, today is the what third podcast so far? Podcast number three. We're talking about Avengers. You know, it, it came out tonight. We're talking about what we might like to see, what we think's gonna happen. We're going to throw a little bit of Afrofuturistic talk in there as well. That sounds cool? Sounds great. Okay. Um, first off, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a student, a graduating senior at the University of the District of Columbia. I'm an English major. Um kind of a geek so i've been following all these marvel movies with my mom um and i'm an aspiring author oh, okay. that's uh, nice to know um so you've been following since how far like what's the first marvel movie is that your favorite genre well not genre is that your favorite uh side marvel um, I choose Marvel mainly because of uh, Wolverine and just like all the different types of characters. Like from DC, I only really like Superman. I don't know. There's a lot to appreciate from the people in DC, but everybody's just way too powerful all the time. Um, but uh, the Hulk is where it all starts so yeah I've, I've been keeping up for the most part but for a little while i wasn't living with my mom so um i didn't keep up with them in a timely manner like when i saw the first avengers movie it was way after everybody else hmm. how far like a, a year after or something it was something like that it came out on dvd before i saw it oh, okay, okay. yeah favorite uh it seems like your favorite character is wolverine 
yes, from Marvel, yes. But do you want to know my favorite character from the Avengers? That's the next question I was going to ask. Because he would be an original Avengers character. He just wasn't in the, uh, what is it, the contract this time. Yeah. Yeah, Fox still owns the rights to the X-Men. But um, my favorite Avenger is actually Hawkeye. Hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Because he is that. Like, he is... You know, like, everybody comes around doing, like, special stuff. I think my second favorite is Thor, but I don't know. Like, I like Hawkeye because he's got a sense of humor and he's an archer. And for a long time, I really wanted to be an archer growing up. But, um, I mean, I think that it takes a lot of skill and it's a lot of pressure. And, you know, when you play video games and stuff where... You have the choice to, like, be either a melee fighter or an archer or something. I like choosing the archer option because I feel like in real life that would just be where I'd be the strongest, sneaking around and shooting people from a distance. (laughs) So I feel like for him to get in the middle of all this stuff that happens, I mean... You know, um, what's her face does it too, black, but, um, and she's that, she's, you know, she's like the melee fighter version. Like, she gets off in people's faces and she's not afraid to throw herself into a fight. I mean, neither of them are. And I think that's very fascinating to me. I think my favorite character from the Avengers. Um, it's it was Tony Stark before Black Panther came along, but mm-hmm. Tony Stark. I just like the fact that he was like obnoxious and incredibly smart. Like he has all reason to be as as obnoxious as he is, mm-hmm. and. At a time, it's like okay, I don't care for the obnoxious, obnoxiousness, but the smarts. Yeah, I wish I was that smart, like able to do certain things because I I wouldn't hold them to myself. I'd help the world with it, with the my ability to you know make different technologies, well well advanced technologies. Um, but. Then Black Panther came along, and it was just a swag about him. I was like, yeah, he trumps pretty much everyone here. And this was the first, well, no, it was uh, not the Avengers movie. It was actually Civil War, where we saw him. But, you know, he stole the show at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, from there... I guess we can branch off into a little bit of uh, Afrofuturistic talk. How do you see that going down the line in Marvel? Like, so we have, of course, the completely Afrofuturistic movie, Black Panther. 
but there are also different characters in the comic books that they have now like there's a female um iron man and she's black you know afro like afro out you know very smart and i think uh some students at mit did like a video for they actually like try to bring the character to life but what do you think about that uh, Afrofuturism's place in Marvel? Yes. Um, that's a good question. I, I think, you know, they're going to give Black Panther its deserved platform, so they already signed a deal for a few more uh, Black Panther movies, and I think that it would have to be because of the work because of the groundwork that Marvel has put into the Avengers, I think that that in particular is going to be its own thing. Like it's got its own story to tell. They have mapped this out and there's a ton more movies that are going to feature all the other characters from the Avengers. Um, like anybody who's been involved with the Avengers, you know, Ant-Man's got his own storyline. Dr. Strange has his own thing going on. And then we're going to be introduced to, uh, Captain Marvel, not too long from now, but um, Black Panther will get its its own little space, and I think that most of those um, films will probably be separate ideas from the main storyline, like with all the other stories that kind of branch off and do their own thing. Um, and I think that it would be kind of helpful to keep it that way like to to let it be its own platform for now um and let that be the film for um black afrofuturism in this universe and i think that the more popularity and the more that it builds into its own little miniseries I guess um, there will be room for more application and conversation and development of these characters that we've already started to appreciate and I think that with um, I think it'll for some it'll be its own standalone idea like I think there's a lot of people who have never laid eyes on a Marvel movie before Black Panther and they will continue to only look at Black Panther um, but I think that's okay because it touched on modern day issues which is a part of what makes Afrofuturism a movement and in that it it's meant to use the things that we come from, like things that we already know, bits of our culture and things like that to to involve in a scientific and sci-fi world to address these things and put black people in a different way. Hmm. How fast, well, you were saying that it has its own avenue. It's like, okay, it, it's, it should stay where it is, and it shouldn't, like, I guess Afrofuturism shouldn't, like, engulf the entire...
entirety of Marvel because everything has its place. As mm-hmm. far as after futurism itself, how fast do you think that will like rise? Like, is it just here and gone with Black Panther, or is it, you know, more? Um, I don't know. I think about that a lot, but um, at the same, like right around the same time that Black Panther came out, Black Lightning, the TV show started, and although, you know, it's a superhero TV show, a lot of people were very interested in seeing which way that was going to go. And it's still going. And even though it's a TV show, I think with the emergence of Black Panther from Civil War and all that, I think people are deciding that maybe we're more ready for this kind of content. So I think that it'll get a lot of things started. I don't, I can't say for the success of everything that, that'll get started, um, only because just depends on the kind of content that's coming out. I mean, there's some things that get people's attention. <sighs> Sorry. Um, and there are other things that just can't get off the ground. And I'm hoping, I, you know, I'm hoping that um, things like Black Lightning and Black Panther continue to, like, at least get the ball rolling. And if it doesn't, if that particular avenue or whatever doesn't keep its audience and doesn't keep growing, somebody will take that idea and run with it. Um, so if, like, say, if that if Black Lightning was to fail, if somebody else came up with an idea for, I don't know, I mean, it's turning into a superpowered family type you know thing and maybe somebody else would want to take that idea and do something different with it and just keep it going until it is something successful mm-hmm. okay well back to the Avengers um we know that Thanos is the bad guy and he wants his infinity stones for his gauntlet uh, mm-hmm. In the trailer, I think it was the uh, I don't know the names. It was the yellow one and the and the green or the purple. I can't remember. And I don't know if he already had those or he takes them from the uh, Avengers in this movie. Not sure, but I do know that I will. I do believe that someone this movie will die. Who do you think it will be? Uh, Iron Man. Iron Man? Mm-hmm. Why? He has been a big part of every movie coming, you know, like every movie that came out, he's touched just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing... I mean, it would be, 
it would just make sense, like either him or Cap. But I think it would be Tony, who has been dealing with trauma for a very long time. You know, he feels like everything is coalescing at once. You know, like he's the one who would make a great sacrifice in giving up his own life for something like this. There was a point to where I can't remember if he was touched by um, Loki when he had the Tesseract, or I can't remember when it was, but he had a premonition of Thanos coming. It may have been one of the end trailers, um, but he had a premonition of like everyone dying. Mm-hmm. For you to say that, it makes me think of that and I was like okay maybe it might be him but people and you know comic book geeks and fans they go based off comic book they say Cap's gonna die Cap is out I'm like I mean if Cap's out here holding Thanos hand back in trailers I don't think he's just gonna go like that it's gonna be it's gonna be some type of determining factor that uh makes him kick the bucket Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you think about Spider-Man? That's my guy. Like, I don't, he's not my favorite character, but the fact that they casted a actual fifteen-year-old to play Spider-Man—he's not fifteen. <laughs> he's not fifteen. I thought he was fifteen. He's close. He's like twenty. What? Hold on. Yeah. I could have sworn he was. He looks 15. Let's go with that. Yeah, everybody else was about in their 30s. But he's actually, yeah, like he's much closer in age. Oh, okay. So that's what it was. I thought it was, he looks exactly like a 15-year-old. My bad. But (laughs) he, um, I think he's going to play a pivotal role. But then again, like... (laughs) in the near future I don't know if it's like something totally separate he has an animated movie coming out the it's but it's Miles Morales is the other Spider-Man so I'm like what are, what are we yeah. doing here so is it like is he gonna die like it makes you think yeah uh, well I think that about sums up our time um I've enjoyed this talk, you know, mind-boggling, and, um, yeah, thanks for listening.